0: On the topic of Pastor Angela, I'm I'm very honored to introduce her. Um, most of you already know Pastor Angela. If you do not, then she's a pastor here at Life Center, um, and I think one of the most interesting things that I can tell you, and probably the most inspiring, is she grew up and came to youth. Um, she came to know Jesus when she was 15. Um, Attending Life Center's youth group. So imagine that that could be any one of you. Because when God chooses to use you, he'll make it happen. And he did that for Pastor Angela. And um, she is just full. I'm actually, I'm going to read this, uh, but I have more to say. Angela is known for her fun energy and joy. And she can't help but to constantly encourage those around her. She consistently points people to Jesus and is unashamed of the gospel Angela has a passion to see the younger generation come to know Jesus and serve his kingdom in a powerful way. I was going to say something, but that's going to make me cry. (laughs) I'm emotional today about Pastor Angela because we need our young girls to know Jesus. And I wish that as a young girl, as, as young as you, as young as seven, I wish that I knew what he was capable of in my life then. But as I look back, he was working in my life then, and pastors like Pastor Angela are amazing because I have two little girls, and they will come to know Jesus and his love for them because of pastors like Pastor Angela. She is fun and vibrant and encouraging, and she's younger than me, but I want to be like Pastor Angela when I grow up. So, Pastor Angela, <laughs> no pressure, but you're loved. <laughs> Let's go.
1: Wow, guys!
0: Woo.
1: I got a loud voice. We gonna turn that thing down, bro. Yo, can we give it up for our hosts? Oh gosh, <laughs> can we give it up for us! Awesome, thank you. That is awesome. How are you guys feeling? Great. Feeling good? Yeah. You guys, how, who's excited to be here today? Yes. Let's go. That is awesome. Well, we are so pumped to have you here, guys. We've been praying for you. We were in this room yesterday praying for you guys, praying for each and every single one of you in this room because we believe that God wants to do something so special and so significant in your life. And so are you ready for that? Yeah, I think it's already been happening, so, (laughs) Um, but oh man, Uh, so if you don't know me, like I said, my name is Pastor Angela, and I love hanging out with you guys, hanging out with the youth, let's go, Um, and uh, part of the reason why I love it is because like uh, Najla just said, I grew up um, going to youth group when I was 15, I didn't actually grow up in church, but I started coming when I was 15, who's here, who here is 15, raise your hand? Let's go! Okay, okay. special shout out. Okay. <laughs> um, but I started coming here when I was 15. Fun things about me. I really love to play basketball. Anybody like basketball? Let's go. I wish we could play right now. Um, I look like basketball. Oh, this girl. We play ball together. She's good. <laughs> um, I really love shoes. Anybody else say like shoes? Yeah, let's go, let's go. If I could, I have a million, but you know, I also got a budget and my bank card ain't saying that. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, uh, but yeah, I love those things. That's just a little bit about me. Another thing that I love to do is go on bike rides. Anybody like biking? Let's go. Okay, okay, okay. So, listen, okay. So, I love biking so much. Like, I will go around my neighborhood, bike on all these random trails. Sometimes I get lost. It's okay. I find my way back. <laughs> My God's grace. Um, (laughs) but I love going out for bike rides. Another thing I love to do, you're just learning a lot about me today. I love to go and see sunsets. Anybody else like sunsets? Yo, listen, if anybody hates on sunsets, you can't. Sunsets are amazing, okay? And so I love going out and seeing sunsets because they're so beautiful, okay? Like all the colors in the sky. It's just like, oh my gosh, the pink and the red. And the purple, it's just so nice. (laughs) And it reminds reminds me of God's love and just all about God. It's so beautiful. Um, But one time I was going for a bike ride, one thing I love, to go see a sunset, okay? And so (laughs) I went out for a bike ride. I was like, yo, it's sunset time. It's about time. I'm going to go see the sunset. So I got on my bike, start biking around, you know, live my best life, okay? So I went and I went to this really cool place in my neighborhood um, where it's like there's like these rocks and there's like a bunch of water and it's like really pretty. And I just went and I watched the sunset. And so um, after the sunset, it was so beautiful, y'all. Like, oh, my gosh. It was so beautiful. And when it was done, um, I realized something. Um, After sunset, uh, it gets dark. You know, (laughs) anybody else know that? Um, It gets dark. And so a fun fact about me, I actually um, can't really see in the dark. Okay? And some of y'all are like, what you mean, like, nobody can see in the dark? Like, no, like, like I actually struggle to see in the dark. Like, you know how your eyes adjust in the dark? So, like, my eyes don't really do that very well. Okay? And so I try to avoid dark situations. But I went out to see the sunset, and I forgot that it was going to get dark after. And also, who here wears glasses? Yes, let's go, let's go. I also wear glasses, and I forgot my glasses at home. Okay? (laughs) So sunset came. And I was in a situation, okay? (laughs) So I realized, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I supposed to get home? I can't see literally anything. And I was on a dark path. Because, you know, when you go out to nature, you go by the water, like, you're not on, like, a road. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, it's gravel and there's no lights. And so I was in the dark. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I did what any brave human would do. I got on my bike and I rode straight into the dark, (laughs) Now, I wouldn't recommend this cuz you know, thankfully there was no people that I could have hit. Thank you Jesus. Um but I went straight into the dark. And I I don't know, man. I thought it was a little bit crazy. Um ever since that moment, I've um I actually invested in getting a, a little flashlight on top of my bike. Um, t- so that I can see, and um, yeah. But if I had that flashlight in that moment, it would have been a lot less stressful, because who knows that when you have a light in the darkness, it helps. Anybody, thank God, <laughs> thank God. So I didn't have a light, but I did make it home, okay? I made, I'm made. i here, I'm alive, okay? So I made it home, um, but it was a lot of stress, and if I had a light in that situation, it would have been so much more uh, peaceful. But we just learned from Pastor Anastasia, and she did an incredible job teaching us what does it look like to have Jesus as our light. What does it look like to actually embrace the light of Jesus and actually be able to to give these things on our heart to him and receive that light. And she did such a beautiful job. And I think that when we receive the light of Jesus, things in our life start to change. And we're actually able to see things differently. And we're actually able to experience God's peace. And so we talked about that. And, and some of you here today may have been able to actually allow God's light to come into some of those places in your heart that have been dark. And if that's you, I'm so grateful and I'm so proud. And so God's light is life-changing. For me, it meant coming to a, a youth group not knowing about who Jesus was and actually being able to embrace him and learn that he cared for me. He loved me. He wanted to know me. And because of that, I gave my life to him. And so the minute you give your life to Jesus... Everything changes. Everything changes. Because you are actually able to walk in relationship with the one who created you, your father. And when you walk with your father, you're actually able to start to see things differently. You're able to experience real joy, real peace. And you may still have hard times in your life, but you're still able to know that God is my source of everything that I need. And when I go to him, I receive that. And so each of you here, some of you today, maybe you accepted God for the first time and that's incredible. And maybe you've been walking with him for a long time. But we've all had the opportunity, like me, to receive Jesus into our hearts and our lives. And I think it's so helpful because without Jesus, we're out here trying to ride in the dark on a bicycle. Not knowing where to go. And being afraid that we might bump into some things. Okay? But when we come and we follow Jesus, we're actually able to see where we're going. And have an understanding of what this life can look like. Because Jesus changes everything. And so you guys have already learned this, that you have the light of Jesus to be with you, to give you everything that you need. But there are some people in this world who have yet to experience the light of Jesus. There's some people who actually haven't been able to know that there is a God who cares for them, who created them, who loves them, and wants to walk with them. And so today we're going to be looking into that problem and seeing what does it look like for us to share this light of Jesus with other people and help these people who don't know him be able to actually come into that relationship. Because why? Jesus changes everything. And so before we go into this, I would love for us to pray. Can we pray together? Yeah? Okay, let's pray. God, I thank you so much for today. God, I thank you so much for how much you love us and care for us, God. Lord, I thank you that nobody here is here by accident, but everybody is here on purpose. And so, Father, I just pray that through this time you would speak and that we would slow down. Forget about our popcorn and candy for a minute, though it's real good. Thank you, Jesus. But we forget about it for a moment. Not worry about our neighbor beside us, but focus on you. And see that you have something you want to speak to me, to us today. We thank you, Lord. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen. Awesome. Sweet. So I'm excited to jump into this this topic. It's going to be good. And before we go into anything, we learned from Anastasia that Jesus is the light of the world, right? We learned that. And we also learned that he created light, as Anastasia put so beautifully. And there's a verse. In the Bible, and it says, John 12, 46, this talks about Jesus. I have come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. And so this is what Jesus has done, right? We just talked about this. He created a way for us to actually be able to walk in the light. And darkness is anything where we're living a life without Jesus. And it's those places that are still maybe hard and difficult in our hearts that we haven't maybe even given to God. And so that's what it looks like to walk in darkness. But it says in the word that Jesus has come to be a light so that whoever believes in him may not remain in darkness. But the truth about Jesus is that he didn't just come to be a light and just say the rest of us are just here. But he actually says that you are called to be a light and so if you have your notebook you can take this note down and this is the first point and it's I am the light of the world everybody say that with me I am the light of the world say it with some confidence I am the light of the world give the person beside you a little shove and say you are the light of the world (laughs) that's good that's good that's good awesome so uh, you are the light of the world. I am the light of the world. And so it says this in the Bible. And so Jesus has called us to be lights. And we already know that Jesus is a light and this, crea- this reality changes our lives. Um, but we are not the only ones who have lived in darkness. Like I just shared. Many are still experiencing this. And so the truth is when you accept Jesus, you not only accept his light into your life, but he actually calls you to to be a light. Okay, and so we read this in, in, in uh, Matthew, and um, I love this verse so much. It's Matthew five fourteen to 15, and it says this. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. So everybody say it again. I am the light of the world. That's awesome. And so when we see this verse, it is such a beautiful scripture um, because it's telling us that there's something special about you. When you chose to follow Jesus, he actually has given you his light. And what that means is when you follow Jesus, your life begins to change. And so when you actually choose to to follow in his ways and to listen to him, he's actually given you this ability um, to shine his light. And that happens when you accept him. And so you are shining. OK, you are shining and you are the light of the world. And so since you're the light of the world, that means you shine. That means you shine out to those, the people that are around you. And God has created you to receive this light, but also to share this light with other people in the world around you. And so this is a beautiful honor that we have of fulfilling this a responsibility that we have fulfilling to the people around us. And it just means that we're not only light receivers, but we're actually light givers. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about what that means um, to actually be a light giver. And so the first point was what? I am the light of the world. Let's go. Point number two is Jesus' light is in me. Everybody say that. Jesus' light is in me. Jesus' light is in me. Sheesh. Okay. That's good. <laughs> um, so in Matthew 5, 14 to 16. We're going to read it here. It says this. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your shine out. Let your light shine before others, so that, may see the, the, oof, words, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. I'll read that again. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So this light that we're talking about that's inside you, it cannot be hidden. There is no way to hide it. It says it's like a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. It's like anyone ever just see like a city just completely lit up like downtown, all the buildings, like all the rooms in like a building, like you see the windows, there's lights in it all. It's just very bright. Um, When you're able to see that from a distance, you can see that this city is there. There's no way to hide it. It's not like when you walk away, all of a sudden, it's just not there. It's bright. You can see it. And so Jesus' light is in you, and it's bright, and it's shining. And this light, sometimes we may be like, okay, what does this actually look like? Like, what does this actually mean? But when we begin to follow Jesus, our lives begin to look different. I don't know if some of you guys have experienced this. But sometimes you look at your life and the things that, um, that meant a lot to you before maybe don't mean the same thing. Maybe you had a, a struggle um, with maybe it's a friend or at home. And when you started to follow Jesus, you realized that you actually began to have hope. That even though things were difficult there, God wanted to do something in your family. Or maybe... When you began to follow Jesus, you started to realize that when you saw your friends at school, um, you started to get this passion that they would also come to know God too. Like something is just changing in you. Or maybe your conversations and your relationships, they just don't mean the same thing anymore um, to you. Maybe the things that your friends used to talk about, you don't really want to talk about it anymore. They're always gossiping, talking about He said, she said that. And you're just like, actually, I'm not really about that anymore. You know? So things begin to change in your heart. And it's because Jesus is changing you. And his light is in you. And it's visible. And so these things, when we say Jesus' light is in you, we're not joking. It's a real thing. And it actually can impact the spaces that are around you. And so Jesus' light is in you. Everybody say, Jesus' light is in me. Come on. It's in you. And so We got to remember this, that God has given us the gift of not having to live in darkness. We don't have to live feeling as though we can't see where we're going anymore. Because we know the one who can actually lead us through our most difficult situations. We know the one who can actually help us in our families. We know the ones who can actually save our friends. We know these things. And so, when we have the light of the world, it changes everything. And we actually have the opportunity to share that light too. And so... We know that. We know that we have a light and it's in us. But I encourage you that because this light comes from God, you don't have to be afraid or hide it. Now, I know some of y'all here, um, maybe when you go to school or maybe when you're at home, Maybe when you're at church, you, like, you have a lot of fun and you're having good times with people. But when you get home, you kind of just feel a little bit maybe like, I don't know, awkward about Jesus. Maybe you don't want to talk about him. Maybe you're a little bit worried like how do I share Jesus with my friends? Like how does this actually work? But you don't have to cover your light. You do not have to cover your light. Because the light that is in you is Jesus. And you don't have to look cool or dress cool for people to see Jesus in you. All you got to do is give everything that you do and honor God in it and do things to give God glory. And what does that mean? Everything that you do, you're using it to point to God. And so when you go home, maybe your family doesn't know Jesus. I know that was the case for my family growing up. They didn't know Jesus. Maybe I couldn't say, hey, follow Jesus (laughs) every single day. But I could choose to love my mom. I could choose to honor her. Maybe when, um, maybe when she said something that wasn't kind. I could choose to honor my brother when he was being disrespectful. <laughs> we still love him though. <laughs> I've done the same. Um, you can just walk in love or maybe you're at school and you struggle to see how can I actually share this light. You can choose to maybe not gossip with your friends and maybe they'll see that. Why is like she so chill? Like how does she not need to talk about these things? And maybe that leads to a conversation. I'm just saying that you don't have to cover your light, because God wants to use that to impact the lives of other people, and so you don't have to cover your light. And it's not as complicated as we think. It's actually simple, and so I want to give you some tools so that you can kind of go out from here and know what does it look like for me to actually be a light. And so the first thing I want you to remember is that you know people. Everybody say, I know people. Let's go. I know people. Come on. You know people. Guys, look to the person to your left. Look to the person to your right. Oh, that's awkward. Look to the person beside you. (laughs) And look, you know people, okay? These people beside you, you can say, hey, I know you now. Huh? I know you now. And so if you didn't know anyone, now you do. And so you know people. And so because you know people, I want you to do something. Think of somebody who needs some love and encouragement. This is real practical, okay think of someone who needs some love and encouragement in your life there's many people who just need some love I, I I need love I need encouragement right you guys need love you need encouragement and so think of somebody around you that needs love and encouragement and encourage them and think of a place that you can that you go to where they need love and encouragement and so that might mean maybe in your school there's a class where um, There's maybe one kid who constantly gets, like, picked on or or roasted. It's just not nice. You know what I'm saying? Roasted. What's another word? Um, Disrespected in class, right? And so maybe in that class you can choose to maybe stick up for that person. Or maybe you can choose to just say, hey, compliment something about them. Like, hey, I love your shirt or I love your shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, try to find a way to show love and encouragement to the people that are around you and in the spaces that you're in. A second thing that you can do is remember that, this is one of my favorite points, you are needed. Everybody say, I am needed. I am needed. Look at the person beside you and say, you are needed. Now look to the other person that you didn't talk to and say, you are needed too. (laughs) Yes, so you are needed. Okay, so this is really important. God has actually created you so uniquely that he has created you with gifts and talents And just things about you that he has not created the other person beside you with. Nobody else in this world is like you. There is no one else in this world like you. And so God has created you uniquely. And so he wants to actually use you, the unique person that you are, to actually be able to share your relationship with others. And so if you have a relationship with God, don't be afraid to share your relationship with him with other people. I feel like we get so... We make it so complicated. We get so scared to share our relationship with God with other people. But we don't actually have to make it complicated. Don't be afraid to share it. That could look like just sharing examples. Maybe you can share, hey, maybe anybody go to youth group? Any youth group? Any youth group goers around here? Let's go. That's awesome. I know we got Peace Tower Church here. Let's go. <laughs> um, but maybe you go to you go to your, your youth group, right? And um, after that, you're in school on Monday. I'm like, hey, what did you do this weekend? You can share, hey, I went to youth group. What's youth group? And then you can talk to them about what youth group looks like. Super simple. Or, or maybe you're going through a hard day and people are asking you, like, hey, why are you so sad? And you can say, yeah, like, this is happening. But you can also share the hope that you have. Like, actually, like, I'm sad, but I also know that, that God is helping me with this. And they can be like, what? God is what? Helping you with what? <laughs> like, God is helping me. And you can share that with them. And so there's simple ways that we're actually able to, to share our relationship with other people. And the other thing is God is giving you gifts and talents that you can use to glorify him. And like I said, glorify, it's doing things that point to Jesus. And so maybe some of you here are really good at drawing, okay? And maybe it means that on Sunday morning (laughs) or somewhere in your community, you're serving with the little kids. And you're taking time to draw with them, okay? Maybe some of you are really good at basketball. Maybe it means that you can go in your neighborhood and play basketball with some of those kids um, that are around and build a relationship with them. Maybe some of you are really good with little children. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe that means you can actually take time and, and, and um, use your gifts um, to be with these little, little children, right? And, and play with them. And sometimes we think that this is simple. But in everything that we're doing, we're choosing to do these things to give God glory. And so in it, we can, share them, we can share with them about Jesus. We can talk to them about God. But also, they might even just ask you because of how awesome you are in each of those areas. And so use your gifts and talents to be a light and encouragement to the people that are around you. And last thing is, you can take the pressure off. You can take the pressure off. Sometimes we can feel this pressure to, I don't know, share Jesus with the people that are around us and just do everything that we can. And we want to have that heart posture of God, I want to do things for you. But we can take the pressure off because we can remember that it's for God's glory. It's not about you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's not about you. When you are loving these kids, when you are playing with these kids, when you're talking to people about Jesus, it's not about you. Sure, God has impacted your life, but you're saying there is a God who is incredible, and you're just doing everything you can to point. Let's say he's behind you. I'm just trying to point and do everything I can to show you this God because he's so amazing, he's so incredible, and I want you to see him. And you're pointing to God. And so it's not, the pressure isn't on your shoulders. You can lift that off because you're not pointing people to you, you're pointing people to God. Okay? And so... If you can remember anything from today, I want you to remember that the light has come, and it's Jesus. And as we allow our lives to reflect this light that he has given us to other people, we will see people walk from living a life in darkness to walk to living a life in the light. And so I want to share something personal with you guys. When I was growing up, I I was I didn't actually like I said I didn't grow up knowing Jesus right. My family nobody was Christians okay, and so growing up, I didn't really I went to Catholic school, but I didn't know that I could have a, a personal like relationship with God and it was it was I just didn't know, right? And so growing up in the summer, um, I grew up with a, just my mom, my brother, single mom. Let's go, she's amazing, and um, we were low-income family okay so we got actually every summer we got sponsored to go to summer camp okay and so I got sponsored to go to camp so I went to camp I was like I'm excited I'll go it's free (laughs) and I got to go to this camp and it was a Christian camp okay And obviously, I didn't really know that. (laughs) And I went to this camp from when I was 8 all the way to 18. And there was, like, different ones in between for different ages. And so at this camp that I went to, um, they taught me about Jesus. And it was cool, but I also just had lots of fun. And I really enjoyed being with my counselors, my camp counselors. And so after the summer, um, during the summer, I got a letter from my camp counselors. And I was probably about, I don't know, between 8 to 11, let's say. And I got this letter. And I have it here. And it's funny because the other day I was cleaning my room and I just found this letter randomly, okay? So that's pretty cool. And so I got this letter. And um, we can uh, put it up on the screen if it works. Ooh, it doesn't work. It's okay. It's okay. So I will read this letter. You guys can see it. Everybody see the letter? (laughs) It's a real letter. Um, And so I just want to read it to you. And so it says, hey, missy. It's Ruscio and Gazi. Okay, y'all know camp names are wild, okay? Like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what these, it wasn't their real names, okay? Um, they said, hey, Macy, it's Ruscio and Gazzy. Uh, we are just writing to you because we were wondering how you're doing back at home. We hope you're having an awesome summer and not missing Camp Blaze too much. Never forget what you learned here at camp, okay? Jesus loves you and is always by your side wherever you go, Angela. And it says, feel free to write back to us. Hope to hear from you soon. And so this letter is so crazy. Because in my life, I actually was not walking in the light of Jesus. I did not know who God was. But God used these camp counselors in my life to share Jesus with me. And I don't even remember at the camp really much about learning about God. But I remembered my camp counselors who were so kind to me and so loving and so caring. And who even took the time to write me a letter. And in it, say that Jesus is with you wherever you go. And some of you know my life verse, Joshua 1.9. God is with you. It talks about wherever you go, and so God used this this letter in my life. Not just by He wrote it and dropped it down from heaven. No, He used two people to be a light in my life. And now I stand here today. I'm I'm here. Uh, I'm a pastor. I'm actually able to share this light that I've been given with you, right? And so this is crazy because now I'm not walking in darkness. I'm walking in the light of Jesus, and my life is forever changed. And so, this letter is important because. It teaches us that these people took the time and they saw that I actually know people. I know this little girl who I can encourage and write a letter to. They knew that they were needed, that they could use their gifts and talents to serve at this summer camp and actually use their giftings to serve this little girl, myself, and love me. And they actually chose to even see that the pressure's off. We just got to point to God. So we're even going to write in the letter, Jesus loves you. He cares for you. He's with you wherever you go. And so I share this because it's actually simple. We don't need to complicate being a light. We don't have to complicate it. All we got to do is allow God to use us, the gifts that he's given us, and use it to love and encourage other people. And in doing so, we're pointing them to Jesus. And this has impacted my life so, so profoundly. And so I want to just, I believe that this this is such an important thing. And um, I have a little... uh, something for you guys here, and it's, um, it's a candle, and this candle says, be the light, and I want you guys to know that, like I just said, each of you have the opportunity to receive the light of Jesus into your life, and when we give this to you, every time that you light it, I want you to remember the hope that you have in Jesus, that Jesus wants his light to actually impact your life, but not only that, I want you to remember as you light this candle, where it says, be the light, that I have an opportunity to make a profound difference in somebody else's life and even change the fact that they may be walking in darkness and give them the opportunity to receive eternal life. That can change everything for them. And so when you light this, every single day remember that God has given me the ability to be a light. And so I want to pray for you. Can we pray? Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for every single person in this room, every single daughter of God. I thank you that you love them, you know them, God, and you've chosen them. Lord, I thank you that every single step that they take, every single moment of their lives is covered by you. It's covered by your love, God. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would continue to show them who you are. And, God, that you would continue to call out this beauty in them, that they are special, that they are unique, that they are loved daughters of God, that they can be used by you, God. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would speak that to them and that they would leave this place not just for throwing everything away that they learned, but actually taking hold of it and realizing that they have the opportunity to receive you, but also to give somebody else who may be walking in darkness the opportunity to receive the light. So, Father, would you bless every single daughter in this place and would you continue to lead us towards you, God? It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And so before we go, I just want you to take a second. Uh, does everyone have somebody beside them? Yeah? Take a second. And I just want you to pray. Pray for the person beside you. And would you pray that that God's light goes into their life and also pray that, that we would be able to be a light. And so that can mean, God, I pray that you would help them to be a light in their school or whatever it is. But I want you to pray for the person beside you. Um, so let's do it. It's only going to be a few minutes. So go ahead. Talk to the person beside you. If you have no one beside you. Leaders just look out and see.